0: And if you like this show, check out the others on the ThatShelf.com family of podcasts. And without further delay, let's get into this week's film. This is episode 153, and today I'm joined by Marvin Kay. As a creator, he made the show Less Than Kind, but you might recognize him as an actor in films like The Shape of Water, or TV series like Frankie Drake, Murdoch Mysteries, Beating the Beast, Handmaid's Tale, The Strain. The guy works a lot. And we're going to sit down and watch a film together. So we're sitting down to watch The In-Laws. I'm Jeremy. I have not seen this film.
1: I am Marvin Kaye. I may have seen this film. Many, many, many. I can't remember. I can't remember a thing. At least Uh, I'm a virgin. Yes.
0: Yeah, I literally know. I think this is one of those movies I bought kind of on a whim. Because uh, I knew it was a comedy. And the cast looked great.
1: There's a scene in my head... And we'll see if it's actually there, because I, I could be hallucinating Don't in. tell me, though. No, it's on a street with Peter Falk oh, and Alan Arkin. I already know too much. And it, 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 it's something about weaving, running, and they have to run in a certain way. Or so I can't remember. That's all, right, all we'll, I remember about it. All right, we'll find out. Okay.
0: Yeah, I, uh, just based on the title, I, and I can't even remember what the premise was. And don't tell me if oh, you remember it. I, I,
1: I think I, I could be wrong, though.
0: Don't tell me. I don't want to know. Because, okay. like, for me, this this feels like almost like a precursor to, like, meet the parents.
1: Yeah. I, th- I think it, it it was... I think that it is something like that.
0: I'm assuming it's, like, two dads whose, like, kids are getting married and they meet each other and they have to deal with that.
1: Yeah. And I know... This this part I know... I think Pete... Can, can I... Can sure. I... Sure. T- Peter, t- Peter Falk is... I believe he is, like, a CIA agent. He's a spy. And Alan Arkin... Uh, gets involved in something with them, And for me... This it's whole, very Meet the Parents. Yes. this whole movie... Potentially. Yes. This whole movie, though, it, to me, is Peter Falk and Alan Arkin, because I love... They're both... Oh. Uh, sign me up. Just, like, that alone, I'm like, sign me up. I'm like, if nothing else, no matter how good or
0: bad the script or story is, it's got to be entertaining enough just with those two guys.
1: Yes. and Because Alan Arkin, the perfect neurotic, Peter Falk, just weird... Um, and, and you know what really brilliant. get and really I I didn't really come across Alan Arkin
0: until like sometime in the 90s. I think the first time I really noticed him was like two movies in the same year it was Indian Summer, right? And uh, so I married an axe murderer. Where he plays the <laughs> chief. Really? <laughs> Do you remember that movie? I loved that movie when I was younger. The,
1: Mike Myers. Yeah, yeah, Mike Myers. <sighs> yeah, I remember. I he plays remember. the police chief. It's oh, the best part
0: because he plays like the, the nicest, sweetest police chief. And uh, who's the actor that he's with? Uh, it's Anthony LaPaglia, plays like the cop that he's working. On. He's like, I wish you would just be like the regular boss in the movies that bursts in and is like, "You, got, I'm taking your badge and your gun." And so the whole movie,
1: he's trying to be that guy for him. For, for me, Alan Arkin, the Alan Arkin at his best, Alan Arkin, Gross Point Blank. Do you remember? Oh God, I forgot. that He, he is the back. psychiatrist. In Gross Point Blank, that uh, John Cusack goes to for help. Oh yeah, yeah, sorry. And, he, and he's the one, and, and he doesn't want to help him because he once he finds out that John Cusack's an assassin, he tried to end the relationship. But Cusack keeps showing up, and it drives Arkin crazy because he's frightened to death of him.
0: I see. I forgot he for was in that, but for a second when you said Gross Point Blank, I don't know why because that is one of my favorite movies. My mind went to Point Break.
1: No, and I was like, "There's a therapist
0: no. in Point Break.
1: There should be, <laughs> <laughs> but there isn't." But Alan Arkin in that movie. It's, he only, I think it's only like four scenes that he's in. I totally forgot he was but in But he's, movie. I, it's so perfect. He's like, the, the psychiatrist is like, I don't want to be your psychiatrist. I don't know why you're talking. You keep coming back. I don't know why you're talking to me. Oh, fuck, he so does this good. whole thing and it's so, so great. And I, yeah, I will watch, I will watch even the shittiest movie with Alan Arkin in
0: it. Yeah. I assume you watched Kaminsky Method. Yes. It's so fucking good. I loved it. Great. Okay. Well since we don't know much and you've spoiled a little
1: bit. What? Let's no, that's okay. I, I asked I, I gave you permission to do it, Marvin. It was just it it's not I it's like I told you like Star Wars is set in space. Fuck <laughs> I have not seen the newest one. Oh, I didn't I'm so know that. Sorry. God
0: damn it, Marvin. I was waiting for them to finish them all. <laughs> I assume
1: they're making three more, and then um, I'll, then I'll watch them. They're not going to. Well, the Mandalorian. You know. Do you, oh, have you watched? Oh yes, oh, yeah. glorious. Another, and then everybody canceled their Disney thing.
0: That's the free month.
1: What? Oh, you cancel yeah, after, after. after the free month? Oh, you kind have
0: Well, no, I think they they purposely stretched them out week after week so that you yeah. couldn't you couldn't watch it all in one month.
1: But I, I try I try and, I go on Disney now and I'm thinking, like, oh, what else am I gonna? I guess I'll watch another Marvel movie again.
0: We're, You know what it is? We, we're kind of going through all of like the vault stuff, like the live action stuff from like mm-hmm. the 80s and the 70s. You the know, kids I, are digging it.
1: You know what I want to to force my kid to watch because I'm a cruel father? Old Yeller.
0: Oh, we haven't gotten there yet. My daughter will lose her fucking mind. Yeah. 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 We're going to do... Uh, I think actually this is going to follow. Uh, I did an episode of just like Disney Vault. all mm-hmm. like their live action... Kind of the stuff that would have been like the Wonderful World of Disney. Oh, like okay. and broomsticks yeah. and those kind of things. So would
1: the Herbie Love Bug fit into that stuff? It
0: Could uh, I don't think we still have, we have one left uh, to record, and I don't know what it'll be. I'm trying to get the kids to watch the Apple Dumbling Game. Oh, uh, but oh my uh,
1: god, the Donuts! Oh my god, I haven't thought about that in years. Oh so, my but, god. But, but the
0: idea is like I'm going to try to do a couple of them with them, and then just do like these little snippet ones, and group like three or four of them together. Oh. Just for an excuse to get them to watch them, but they're they're digging them enough. Oh. So I used
1: to, I don't know why I was a big fan of Herbie the Love Bug. It was I a, did too. Uh, yeah, and then I, when I found out the lead, he was like, um, I can't remember the actor's name. Wow, he was uh, one of the original cast in Sondheim's, uh Was It Company. And uh, there's a video of them recording the cast recording, and he is fucking amazing. Yeah. To watch. He does this song from it that is just stunning. And uh, he just died a little while ago. Anyways, but, uh, yeah. Anyways, Herbie the Love Bug. Herbie the Love Bug. All right. Uh, The In-Laws. Let's do it. All right. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat.
0: And we just finished. Yes, we did. That was delightful. It
1: was. It was... You know what it was? It's that sort of that ludicrous plot that is it's very grounded. But yeah, but those two are grounded. Some of the other characters are oh, no, crazy.
0: The the dictator at the end. I mean, you that would be played by Sasha Baron Cohen now, Yeah. Right?
1: Yeah. Um, just so <coughs> over the top, but those two completely grounded no matter what insanity was happening around them. They played it really flat. My favorite part was just how calm is a cucumber.
0: Peter Falk was the whole time. Like yeah. Nothing phased him.
1: No, it's just like, bullets are flying. He's like, hey, just calm down. Just a zigzag. Just a zigzag. No, uh, serpentine. 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 <laughs> That's the part I remembered. But like, in my head, it was in a street, and I don't know why. So had you seen this before? I, I've seen segments of it, but honestly, most of it, I was like, I don't remember this at well, all. Because I love like, the, the, the part that you quote
0: unquote spoiled, but it was just like, because I love that you know, I wasn't sure if, like, you had misremembered something. And I was like, oh, no, he's a criminal. Oh, that, no, yeah, well, he's I'm, lying. I, I took, like, the whole movie you're going, is Peter Falk full of shit? Yeah. And and that's kind of the point of it. You don't really know until the very end.
1: Yeah, no, I, I, well, and that's what I was like. We're going, oh, maybe I remember this wrong. I could have sworn he, he worked for the CIA. And then he did. But then he was, uh, he was sort of screwing around on the CIA. But he's so they're both they were such a great team it's just so it's just so funny to watch them
0: both oh i could have watched this for another 8 hours yeah like as soon as like the the the, the middle, you know the us stormed in the end i was like i was really disappointed because i'm like oh i guess this is the ending yeah i was like i kind of wanted more not that i wanted more but i was just more
1: like i was really enjoying the ride yeah and it was it, it it's it was it's indicative of the time like some of the some of that crazy Plotting and the weird characters, and yet those two, there was—it was almost like I could see like elements of like a Mel Brooksy kind of, yeah. kind of characteristics of it, and yet those two were just played it so straight.
0: Yeah. In fact, so you mentioned there's so there's there's a remake. It's Michael Douglas and Albert Brooks. I want to believe that Albert Brooks plays the Peter Falk role. No. See that's the obvious way to cast it.
1: No, of that's, course that's it's the obvious
0: way. That's why it's funny if you the, if you have like Albert Brooks, Brooks playing against type and just being no. cool
1: as a cucumber. No, 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 no. It's was Michael, Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas is the spy, and Albert Brooks is the yeah, neurotic. That's no wonder. But it didn't I, do I don't. Well. I can't. Re- I don't think I ever saw it. I know the the remake in two thousand three did not do very well, but we I, we We were just looking up at our phone. it was like interesting, oh, they shot it in Canada.
0: yeah, there's so. So some Canadian actors in there. uh I don't even know where, I just love so much. I just loved like for me, this is like a perfect movie. That it just really, really flowed beautifully. There's not a wasted moment in there.
1: No, it was all. It was so much of it just depended on those characters because and the 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 plot points. Like you could predict, kind of predict everything that was going to happen, but yet it was just so enjoyable to watch. Well, he lays it
0: all out. He's like, we're going to do this, and we got to do this, and we go that, and
1: then and then uh, yeah,
0: and everything kind of happens the way he says, but not ever the way you expect it to be.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I just. It's just so, for me, because I haven't seen Peter Falk in a movie in so long. Yeah. Outside of the Columbo thing. And then the last thing I saw Alan Arkin in was uh, The Kaminsky Method on Netflix. And just yeah. to see them so young and just doing that cr- their crazy shit. Oh, and, my God. And
0: that's what like I was saying you. I don't think I've ever watched something where Alan Arkin was so young. Like I, yeah. I know Alan Arkin is like an older, charming actor. Right. Uh, you know, his own kind of charm. But, oh, just... It just it just goes, um, Ed Begley Jr. has that great little part.
1: And just sort of the insanity, like, they're, they're just shooting at each other and missing all the time. There's so much gunplay, and only, only one person you see actually get killed in all of it. Yeah, it's the, just the driver. The, uh, the, the guy who picks him up at
0: the airport, yeah. So here's my question. Who are those guys at the beginning that are staking at his office? Because that's a, that's a weird misdirect that makes you think that it's oh, like no. he's part of some kind of organized crime, and these guys are going to collect, but it's like, who are those two dudes?
1: Well, he. oh my god, that's a really good question. Okay, so hold on. He, he steals the plate.
0: He's told that he owes him $1.5 Right. Due tomorrow.
1: And they're coming for him. So I guess,
0: so I, the only thing I can think of is those are the people that he hired to rob the plates. Or...
1: Yeah, or they—he was supposed to sell them to a, to a different criminal organization, but he had a bigger plans for them. So he must have—I I bet you there's some stuff that must have been cut out of that. Yeah, so
0: that must be the, those. Those represent the criminals that did the job. They want the money. The next thing he's like, look, I just need some more time. Uh,
1: right, and then he goes to South America, and, and
0: then he'll for a, central allegedly out of the ten million they stole will uh, will pay off part of the will pay off that one point five day
1: Yes. Be That's it. That is a bit of a plot hole. I can fill um, it in. I, I feel like that's what happened. Yeah, but you know, it's so funny they go right by it, and I, you're just I don't know. Just well, because
0: at that point you don't know what's going on, so you're just along for the ride, and at the end it's like you're really going go back and re-explain it. Yeah, it's like who cares? Yeah, because I'm just like I'm just in love with those two, so you just go I don't care. Yeah, and they're and they just and just crazy stuff continues to happen.
1: <laughs> and they, they just get married and everything works out. Happy ending. La la.
0: So what I loved I loved it is that as the movie's going along people keep on making these choices that uh that are bothering me cuz I'm like no you're going to ruin the movie that's in my head like when the
1: wife finds the plates
0: and, just and, hands and, them and she hands them away
1: but I think what's interesting about it is just that that those characters just did the casual thing yeah and it just and it ends up t- turning into this this whole other adventure yeah you have the diner the... scene what, what the diner scene the diner scene was insane a whole, the whole, a whole espionage plot screamed out in the middle of a New York diner. In the middle of a New York diner, people staring, people looking, and didn't matter. They just kept going. And Peter Fox, was like, "Hey, yeah, hey, hey, come on, everybody, just pay attention to what you're doing. Don't, don't interfere with my life."
0: And I will say that's the moment where I'm like, he must be a criminal, and he's fucking with him because he would never let like these government secrets out. But then again, that's what I love, again, I love how cool as a cucumber he is. Yeah,
1: nothing fails him. like, this is the way things go.
0: And that's what makes it work. And I love that everyone is doing, like, the logical, smart thing that you would do. They're not, like, going, oh, well, I'll wait and see if my husband comes home and then give him the plates. Yeah. It's like, no, I should report these to the bank. Yeah. And they do that thing where you're like, ugh. And, you know, they're just, and he, he goes down to the lobby and he calls the embassy. It's like, of course he's going <laughs> to.
1: Yeah, and... Uh, and... <laughs> and then the reversal of the neurotic dentist who can't who's you think is going to be the nerdy guy he sees the guy in trouble and he has to be the hero he's like oh my god cuz what's interesting is how you buy into the fact that he is charmed by Peter Falk that he, Alan Arkin's character is somehow like likes him and he says it in, like, the... He says it to
0: Begley yeah, on the yeah. phone. He's no, like,
1: he's charming in a neurotic, weird way. He or, says it on the night when he wants to cancel the wedding. He says something about him. Oh, there is something charming about him. He he keeps saying that yeah. throughout the movie. That, oh, there's something charming about him. And then they end up being, like, the best of friends and, like, a total, uh, a complete partner, duo.
0: Yeah. The, I, that whole sequence at the Dictators is just phenomenal. I, like... Just when you first just meeting him with the fucking hand puppet, with the the lipstick on the hands, yeah, and then the drinking bit where it's like that they like a great walrus flat, not flask, but like pitcher, where you just know some prop designer has had this thing, picked this thing up being like a yard sale, and has had it in their like garage for a decade, and finally found the right movie to put it in.
1: Do you know what that that whole, I was watching that segment, and the first thing that popped into my mind was Get Smart. Because it just seemed like yeah. that sort of tonal quality. It did,
0: I will say, it did feel like a bit of a tonal shift. Yeah. Uh, but it didn't bother me because they stayed... So, they they stayed, stayed the same. They stayed the same.
1: But yeah, it went into it very... And I, I guess I said it earlier, the whole Mel Brooks thing. It just went into that total crazy outrageous thing right at the end. The whole, the, the firing squad sequence was well, like... Well, I
0: thought they were also a choir... <laughs> yes, they require for us to turn into a firing squad. It was amazing, but I wonder like so this this island they're on is like this it's is the idea that this guy has it created his own country? Yes, I believe Great. that was it yeah that's a flag with a that is a prostitute amazing yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just like uh, what was the rating on this movie because there were a lot of there was a lot of boobs. In that, in that scene Just there though Just there and Yeah they real They were pacing well, this is, when, the 70, is this the 70s? 60s? The, oh we gotta look this up now Hold on The
0: in-laws We can find the rating too I can't imagine Because there's no swearing There's no blood
1: They say shit a few times
0: Yeah but shit's nothing I bet you the rating's not that high Given the time it came out I would be shocked if it was that high I'm like I could show this to my kids They've seen worse for sure.
1: It was seventy nine.
0: Seventy nine. A little
1: later than I thought. June fifteenth, nineteen seventy nine. Uh, I don't see the rating on here.
0: Is it sometimes into the top? Uh
1: nineteen seventy
0: nine. Anyway. No. Uh I bet you it's not because it's like there's not really there's nothing gratuitous, there's nothing there's a little bit of boobs.
1: Yeah, and a couple of shits. I don't remember anything else.
0: No, there's no, there's no real sprains. There's no blood. Like, it's like the one guy gets shot. Like, the, uh, the chauffeur gets and then, shot. And then Arkin's even... jacket gets shot. Yeah.
1: But he, he never gets wounded. It was just well, like... he's uh, running down.
0: Oh, my God. That sequence when they get to the cab and the guy's, like, chasing him in the cab well, trying that's to shoot I mean, him.
1: Bang, bang. Everybody's shooting. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And the, it, it was so absurd. The bats, again, in sort of that... Mel Brooksian style, like you can see that in Blazing Saddles. Them chasing somebody around a pole or something, yeah. and shooting at them and never hitting. <laughs> that's just it. Like the
0: movie had these great slapstick moments that shouldn't work. No, like it had this. It had it rode that that tone just perfectly between like slapstick and grounded reality inside like this kind of bizarre world.
1: But that's yeah. I think that and that's that is. F- Peter Falk and Alan Arkin playing it so straight the whole way through.
0: Yeah, because now, and I, and I bet you that's the case. Versus, I bet you in the remake, like
1: I bet would, you Albert Brooks
0: goes big with it.
1: I bet you. They, I bet you everybody does. Well, and there were there were a whole bunch of crazy people in that in the in the remake, but yeah,
0: yeah, and they're just not. And then you probably got like Michael Douglas going so big, and uh, and then you got him playing it super small, right? Yeah, is all I can think of. I'm just trying to have Arthur Hiller, because he... Oh, he did Love Story. Oh, he did See No Evil, Hear No Evil, the In-Laws. Yeah, he did a lot of great stuff. You've seen that, right? See No Evil, Hear No Evil? Yeah. Oh, so good.
1: But, uh, the thing is, I remember Alan Arkin, in one movie, he plays, like, a really creepy villain. I wish I knew... I, I have no idea what, what that it
0: is. It is. Now I want to see it.
1: Um, I, And, uh, again, because I, I, I just... I love his... Style. Uh, He's a big improviser, Arkin. Yeah, I would. I mean,
0: I. I I guess they weren't doing this kind of thing back then, but I would. I would be so in for if they had made a sequel of this.
1: Yeah, no, they wouldn't have done it back then.
0: Like whatever the next story is, I just want to spend more time with that with those two guys.
1: (laughs) No, it's true. Uh, You know, and Peter. I can't remember when Peter Falk passed away, but.
0: Well, there's uh, I, I'm, I'm probably going to listen to it in the background when I'm working tomorrow. There's a commentary on this Criterion that has Falk and Arkin and Arthur Hill, the director, and the writer. So it's like, that's got to be a party and a half. Or the driest, most boring commentary. But, I, but I'm just curious, the stories that they... Hearing what kind of stuff was riffed on, they played with, and they made up. Just cause I watched this, and I'm like, oh my god, like this thing is just executed just so... But I wonder how much stuff of this is just like we just found that moment. I, that's that's something so and so did this, and it was like, oh, let's try this.
1: I I think because so. Arkin, I uh, I remember watching interviews with Arkin, and he's he's big into improvisation. Like he he really likes to be in the moment and, and just be allowed to let let loose. And I believe that some of some of his training too that he 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 was very much an improviser. I think he I don't what he was part of a big. Uh, improvisational group when he started I can't remember all the specifics so no I'm just going to sound like a a
0: a raving lunatic Marvin
1: but um, he's he's so natural and it's really quite amazing just to watch him like when he stares off in the distance like sort of like in shock for the whole time or you
0: see the wheels turning right he doesn't he doesn't have to do anything yeah he's just uh, like I was saying to you when the movie started I'm like, I could just watch Alan Arkin sleep yeah and it would be interesting yeah you know that that guy is incapable of a false moment,
1: and his you bra- you just see that his brain is always working. He's always just he's thinking about what's going on, and you can just see it in his eyes. And
0: Falk's the opposite because you literally can't. You don't know where he's looking, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, yes. But, but that's amazing. You would I mean, just that Peter Falk had the career he had because you know you would ne- he never just because of you know his his, uh, his physical eye. like challenge there. Like, he would never have that... I, I can't imagine that would work now.
1: Well, I mean, there's... I means Sandy Duncan, Sammy Davis Jr., Alan Arkin. I mean, they all had the one-eye issue.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife. No, but that's... <laughs> but it's like now, it's like that's the kind of thing where they just... I can't imagine, you know, any anyone in a, in a Hollywood kind of movie would, would cast someone with that... They'd be like, oh, it's too hard to watch the screen. You don't know where to look at. It would be the kind of thing that it would just, like, throw people off. In like the executive level of filmmaking, uh,
1: in 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 that sort of play it safe sort of mode, yeah, that's the executive. what I mean. Yeah, I I, I I get it, but I I think there are certain I would uh, you would
0: hope someone like him would push through, but yeah,
1: I, I think there in, there are certain cases where the talent the talent just uh supersedes that superficial. Yeah,
0: I, I think of someone like Adam Driver, who it's like that is such an untraditional like leading looking guy. Meta, yeah. That it's like you know to cast him on girls was such a stroke of genius and luck, and it's just like and just it's been so rewarding watching that guy have the career he has because it's like you can just see the raw talent. Yeah,
1: um, but there's a there's a few actors I think out there that that really really shine. In my experience, a lot of a lot of it comes from theater. Yeah. a lot of them come from the stage, so I think in a way, stage is a little bit more uh, flexible. In terms of well, that, like, and then it, once they get to shine, uh, like F- Philip Seymour Hoffman, like w- when you look at him, like he, there's not, you don't really see the, or at least I never saw the leading man thing yeah. in his look, but in his performance. You put him in the it, right part. He was amazing, yeah. but even when you had the right part, when he was playing those goofy kid roles, when he was, uh, 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 not dead, was it dead poet? No, he was, he wasn't was he dead poet society? No. No, he was older. Oh, C so was in Scent of a Woman? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what you He thinking. played the punk ass and he was also in uh, 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 *Storm*. Not the storm chasing movie. What, um, oh, oh. Uh, uh, tornado? No. Sorry, no, Twister. Twister, yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, he played I all these small the characters. He used very small character roles, and then he, he came up. And the whole time, he was still doing theater, But too. that's the difference between,
0: like, the New York actors and the L.A. actors. Yes. The New York actors are, are very well trained, very character but have a distinct, unique look. They're all, like, the character actors yeah. who, if you put them in the right part, can be an amazing lead. Right. And then the L.A. actors are all groomed to be the beautiful ones. Yes. You know? And when you're lucky, you can get, like, the alchemy of both, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's... Uh, I think it's it's interesting because, uh, I mean, yeah. I think when you, you were mentioning Adam Driver in the beginning, he doesn't have that traditional leading man look. But you know, when I saw him, uh, my wife and I were watching Marriage Story, and you know, I thought, oh, he like, there well, is like there's this handsome. They're starting to that. craft him that way, I, right? Yeah. I guess, I guess he, he, or he's growing into the, that leading man. You look at
0: him as in like the, you know, in the last Star Wars movie, he's brooding. Like he's, there's a sexiness to him. Yes. You know?
1: And he's quite funny too.
0: Oh, he's ridiculously funny. He's got, I was just, uh, at Santa Barbara Film Festival and they gave him, uh, like a performer of the year award. And so I got to sit there and watch like him do like a, an in-depth interview for like an hour And he's just incredibly humble. Uh, He's everything you'd want him to be, the way he talks about the craft. And he's like, look, I'm just there to be the service for the people with me. I'm like, that doesn't matter. I'm just part of this, and I know how that works. And my, my job is to be there for the other performer and to like service this part for the bigger picture. It's not about me. It's about my part in it. And it's like, oh, you sound like a dream. You sound like exactly the kind of person I would want you to be. Yeah. And I would hope you would be.
1: And um, and I think the choices of movies, I mean, that he's made in the last little while, they've really considering uh, the Star Wars thing set him up to to be basically he doesn't need to worry.
0: He can do whatever he wants to do now, which yeah. is great.
1: And so, uh, like, uh, what was the movie? He was a he's a bus driver who's a poet. Patterson. Yes. Like, what an odd that what an odd little movie, and then. Uh, you know, Marriage Story was 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 a was a a, a great movie uh, for for me to watch. Yeah, but
0: he worked with bomb back before. he like, yeah. he's done a couple movies. With yeah, Bonbach that's true. Now. So
1: I guess he's found. You know, he he's like his this third routine. time. Yeah,
0: because he had a small part in Francis Ha, and then he did the uh, w- w- while we we're young. Is that what it's called? The one with um uh da, 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 with the uh, not Ben. What's his name? Ben Stiller. Yeah, yeah, Ben yeah. Stiller. Um. So they had developed, they, they, he told a story of how they, they oh, got the to interview. know each other and they became friends, yeah. Okay. Uh, it's super charming. Who would you cast in a remake of this? Oh
1: my god.
0: Now. Not, not counting, like, the, uh,
1: the, bo- the, the botched 2003 remake. Hmm. Well, it's interesting because I like you say. I like I was like oh, Adam Driver, but he's actually too young to be the father role. I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, he give him give him the part of the dictator.
1: Uh, Okay. Uh, geez, I don't. I, I, I,
0: we can think of who are who are the great actors in their forties.
1: Now, forties now.
0: Uh, I keep on thinking of like actors that are probably closer to their age range, and who I would put in it if you were to remake it back then. But I'm trying to think I don't have a good answer For this by the way I was just No me I'm, I'm I literally mean it, it's, out I, I'd, there. I'd
1: have to sit there And think Like it's It's um, Well Philip Seymour Hoffman Was alive uh, He'd be very funny Philip Seymour Hoffman Would have been great In
0: the The Folk Roll Falk
1: Roll yeah Yeah it's
0: totally just, they, they all bad. look at me This is what Analysts look like You've seen too many movies Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying And then Tom Cruise as In the Ark role. <laughs> Just do the exact opposite. In the arc and roll? No, my instinct would be that. Would be to cast, like, if I, like I the said, opposite, like, when I yeah. hear, like, like the Michael Douglas and Albert Brooks, I'd want to put, like, the person who typically plays, like, the over the top person, make them the, uh, like, Will Farrell. Will Farrell. Cast Will Farrell as, as, as the Peter CIA agent.
1: Yeah, I was going to say the Peter Falk thing, yeah.
0: And playing it straight that he's and, just being charming as and hell. And John C. Roth. Oh, done. And John C. Riley as the dentist. I'm in, hundred percent. Great team. They love working together. They love working together. Let's do it, hundred (laughs) percent. That's a great cast.
1: What else? But uh, yeah, if you went sort of that in that that uh, uh, SNL kind of tone to it. But I'm just wondering who else there would be. Oh, there's, there's there's so
0: there's a lot of great choices. Uh, but those would work. I mean, then you also, but then the other option that I was thinking while I was watching it is that you do the gender swap, and Melissa McCarthy plays the Peter Falk role. Yeah. And then Chris, she, and then Chris, hasn't
1: she done a, she, she did, oh, she, sure, she did the heat, Spy movie. Sure, right? and right? Yeah, The Heat. Yeah, and, yeah,
0: yeah, Bullock and McCarthy again, I'll
1: watch oh, that. yeah, i do those too
0: Oh, you can even throw Kristen Wigg. Kristen Wiig could play the, uh... The um, Alan Arkin role,
1: actually, I think Kristen Wiig would be better. I just watched uh, Bridesmaids again, again, and she is so fantastic in that. Yeah, that she that if if you were doing the gender swap version, yes, yes,
0: she'd she be right. Just let her play it. Let her play the anyway. Yeah. Those two would work. That's how I would I would do the gender swap potentially, and just make it change it up a little bit, and then you can have one just being like the typical kind of like. Housewife and the other one being, you know, the working uh and just getting to play with that. As, as long as you don't get into the weird stereotypes. Because what I think what makes this movie work really well is the groundedness of it. Yeah. And even like that shitty office he's in, it's like I love that I Which, ca-
1: the, that, that Falk has. Oh yeah.
0: That he goes to get the thing out of him. Like the whole time you're like, Is he a tuba criminal? He might be like the movie just gives you enough little clues both ways. Like everything that art that um Falk tells you when he's like, well, "Of course, the agency would tell you that." Uh, every, everything you is that. a flip.
1: Everything is a flip about a him. Flip,
0: but it's like, but he's also so calm that it's like, well, it's hard not to believe him. It's like he seems very confident. There's a confidence about him and that is very charming.
1: Well, and he is charming. He's constantly thanking Alan Arkin's character, like, "Thank you so much," and he's hugging him, and he's like, "I, I you know, I owe you so much." I'm so I'm honored that you did this for me. Yeah, that you're expecting it to be
0: like all a ruse. Yeah, but it's genuine. Yeah, and that's the best part. All of it's genuine. He on everything he says in the movie, he never
1: tells a lie. And all of that is seeded in those first fifteen minutes. When uh, Alan Arkin says, oh, there's just something about him that, you know, he is likable, but he's crazy, but, I don't know, he's like, there is something charming about him. And it keeps going throughout the whole movie. He goes back and forth on that. He calls the embassy, he hears he's crazy, he's ready to dump him, but then he ends up saving his life. And yeah. every time it just keeps going. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's great. It doesn't. It, there's not a, a wasted moment, the whole thing just like. There's trucks so long. I really, really, really loved it. Uh, it makes me think, have you ever seen um, the Walter Matthau movie? Uh, the subway thing? Not the subway. No, no, not the Pelham 123. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, another, it's on the Criterion. No, what's it called? God damn it. I'll look it up. What? But it's, it's another great... He plays a, 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 an agent who's basically being forced to retire. And so he decides to just fuck with the agency. Uh, and and send them on a wild goose like goose chase as he's trying to like solve one last thing. Uh, Walter, Walter Mathau, Math.
1: but and when I think about Walter Matthau, like he's sort of perfect. I don't know that period of those actors. He's got that right. The same tone too, to me as uh, Arkin <laughs> Matthau in terms of his performances too.
0: Yeah. Well. M- that was just one of the greats, you know, and you, especially when you pair him with, I mean, you could have put him and Jack Lemmon together in this movie, you know, and that would have been a great casting as well.
1: But, it, you know, uh, it's, it's, weird. Arkin was listed as the, uh, executive producer on it. I'm just wondering that he, but, but Falk
0: didn't have a, have a, Hopscotch no. is the movie.
1: Oh, I know that movie. And
0: it came out in 1980. It's just a year after this. Right. It's very similar. It's another, uh, it's, a, it's like a spy comedy. Um, same vein
1: Oh man
0: Oh fascinating Walter that,
1: Math I, It's weird I, You know This just makes me think About that whole generation Of actors Because they were all About the same age Those guys right Yep Yeah
0: Yeah, yeah they're all, uh, At that point they're in the four. Well at that point No Math I was older At that point at math Maybe. That would have been Wha- Like his 50, 50s Probably closer In 1980 uh, Late 40s, anyway. Uh,
1: it involves way too much math.
0: Late 40s where you've got, like, these guys are in their early 40s, I think.
1: Well, it, it, he talks about being in his 40s in the movie. Yeah. And that was 1979. So. Yeah. So they're... Yeah, because he's... Alan Arkin's, like, got to be close to 80, now. You know? Yeah. Uh, but still still got it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it just... It's just so... It's interesting for me to think what... Like, I know they made remade it in 2003, and I don't think... I don't... I haven't seen that remake... How, I kind of
0: don't want to. No, I feel like it's just going to be a big letdown. Well, because
1: I don't think they could get away with some of that. I don't. I don't think the studios would let them get away with that. The some of the performances we saw, like some of that insanity around them and, and the pl- and the weirdness of the plots. I think they were going no, oh, nobody would believe that you can't have people shooting down the streets and missing each other like that. That's crazy.
0: You know, the closest thing I, I can think of that is recent. That's like this is the Spy Who Dumped Me.
1: Oh, I never saw that.
0: Oh, it's really good. It's really, really? great, oh. yeah, Mila, Mila Kunis and, and uh, Kirsten Way, isn't not it? Not Kirsten Wayne. no, no, no. Uh, well, she was in the she was in the new Ghostbusters too. Oh. She's an SNL and a phenomenal actress. And I don't know why I am blanking on her name because I am in love with her. I am looking. Oh, oh, up.
1: the blonde. Um, uh, okay. Okay. Oh, cut this part out! <laughs> no, no, this is fun for me. No, uh, um, it's coming up. K- 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 it's a K. There's a K in it, isn't oh, it?
0: I, I kind of want to leave you just dangling k- for a second. Kray- Kate McKinnon. Kate. Kate McKinnon. Yes. Kate.
1: Yes. The Who audience is in
0: there. The audience is sitting there enjoying yelling at us. Don't yes, worry. Yes. Yeah. She's the the two of them again. They're playing it like they're a bit over the top, but they're playing it super straight. Now they're both. Kind of like the, they're both in the role of the person that doesn't know what they're doing, doing, but different, different versions of it in a good way.
1: Oh, you know, I I think I watched, I think I watched half of that on on Netflix or something. Oh, yeah. Because Kate McKinnon's like crazy in that.
0: Yeah, she's she's like the the over-the-top best friend, but she's still kind of grounded in given the reality of the situation where they're being shot at and it's just, you know, she still, she doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like it's unrealistic and like she's doing like, she's going crazy.
1: Do you think that so you're saying that that's probably the closest thing to this sort of genre, just in
0: terms of a tone where they they get it right, right? Where it feels like it's like a big giant idea, uh, but the tone feels grounded enough
1: that it's like it's fun in that way. If you can get those two perform, if we can believe in these two performers, these two leads, the movie works. The movie will work, but if it does, but if there's if the chemistry's wrong and their performance is over the edge, the movie will crack. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the, the movie relies on them because it's like if it was the, the wrong actors, it would have felt over the top. It would have right. felt like silly. But with them, you just kind of buy it. And they're really charming together as well as friends. It's, it's another buddy story. Yeah.
1: It? But it's, uh, it, it's interesting for me to think like, oh, well, how, uh, you know, they, made, they remade it in 2003. I kind of don't want to see it. But I'm wondering how they would remake it now. I think it would be way too, they, they'd rely a lot on action stuff. Um, on the on the spy, the the interview. I think they
0: just they amp up the tone, yeah. And they that and that the problem is you really want to ground it in something, yeah. Which is the the challenge of it. But the movie does it, it goes from set piece to set piece. Like the movie never stops. No. So like in, even in this version, like for this 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 era of filmmaking where things are let to linger and evolve, like this this is a romp,
1: right? And there, it's a t you know it's got the ticking clock because they have to get married by the end of the movie.
0: Yeah, so they would. Have, they have two days to get everything. Back. But what's interesting, and they would definitely do this in a remake now. Like they're never really going. We have to get back. Like we, there's no. It doesn't feel like they're feeling the pressure of time necessarily. They're just no. Sort the, it's it's it.
1: sort of always hovering because He's always trying to go. Oh, we got. We got. We got to make. It, I, I. We got to make it back and. But that's kind of the pressure, like when he's, when they're flying over the ocean, he's like, what are we doing over the ocean? Yeah. We have to be back. He They, they mention it a few times. Falk's never,
0: he's like, oh, we'll be back in that, don't worry. Yeah, yeah, but
1: that's the whole thing. Is Falk's like, it's okay, we're going to just do this one
0: thing, and then we'll be back. But even at the end in the firing squad scene, when like, when Falk has accepted his death, he's like, no, yeah. this is the end of the line, it's like. This is how we die. Is if you have any ideas, I'm open, like, I don't have anything. He's yeah. like, why don't you distract him? He's like. I'll try something, <laughs> and then he's like, "Then he it's great, it's just so small and simple, but it's just like again, Falk is just like, No, this is kind of how it goes. We ran out, of, we, ran we ran out,
1: out t- we ran out. I got, I ran out of ideas. He's like, Get him a, f- he, he, get, he, he deserves,
0: yeah, get a, He deserves to have a blindfold. He's just well, because he, you, you know, in the, in the in the minutes leading up to that, he's kind of saying, Do you he hear a doorbell? Hear helicopters because he's expecting. People to Someone to crash the door and save them, but I like, but that moment there's like again, just charming about the idea. He's like, eh, they didn't make it in time. <laughs>
1: yeah. So I guess this is where we die. Like yeah. he, he he's a professional. Yep, and he's a he's a, he's a pro for the whole thing, and. It's yeah it's it's very interesting like I now I, I have to look back at that whole scene and it's like he's not eating cuz he's nervous he keeps looking over his shoulder yeah he's always he's but, like, but Argan's like totally he's like this is Argen's the, like, this, this, chicken this chicken is amazing, amazing.
0: I, here's the thing the, my favorite part about that having having seen the movie now is that he asks the dictator for the recipe, the recipe. he refuses it to him
1: knowing he's going to, to kill, kill him. him yes he could give him the recipe It's true. Also, I just—I'm not sure how you marinate chicken for six weeks. Six weeks feels like a lot. Yeah, that feels like a lot. That
0: chicken would not—you—you would be very sick.
1: Yeah, that would be—that's fermented. That's pickled chicken. Yeah,
0: I can't say I've ever had it. Maybe it does work.
1: Maybe, but that that was—that was—that would be very difficult. I thought—I thought for a second. Oh, is he going to get sick? Yeah, when he said that It was like six weeks I thought Oh we're gonna yeah, yeah, get yeah. go It's something else so I was like Oh no, no. no. But just, I just lo- Go straight I loved, to the firing squad yeah, How
0: charming uh, How charmed Alcan Alcon- He's like I'm having a great time
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well at the end Again I'm just, I was trying to figure out Like what's happening now He's, he's really enjoying it it's, He accepts The adventure If you want to go to Well the- he's
0: there He just kind of embraces it which Yeah Which is there's, Again there's something Everything's just charming In this movie and, the, and then
1: they, he flips the minute he's like, oh, my God, I'm going to die.
0: Oh, they this just, is how I'm going to die. Just that amazing laughter they have driving away in the car there where they realize they've gotten away with five million mm-hmm. each. Yeah. And just that de- glorious, delirious, like, oh, my God, how we're safe now.
1: Now we can laugh. And I never thought Ed Bagley Jr. was ever that young. <laughs> oh, Yeah.
0: This is gonna be one of the first things he did. No. Well, in terms of, I mean, again, it's like one of the first things I'm recognizing him from. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but definitely, like, I'm i I'm, I'm not used to seeing him that young.
1: Right. Oh, and the character actor, I can't remember his name, who plays the, uh, the cab driver. Cab driver, who is in the new Picard series. He was he's in that. He's like in every, he's he's. He's he's like uh, he's played in many dramas. There's a couple.
0: I think it's is it Jeffrey Wong the guy that's in it. he was in Seinfeld uh, the the yeah. the one plane and, guy.
1: Uh yeah the the in the airplane.
0: Yeah, the guy that's giving like he's
1: like the stewardess. He's yeah. yeah, he gives out the safety. Also, uh, when I watch him, I remember him from uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Oh yeah, he's great. He's great. I don't. Um, I, I don't is he still around? I don't know.
0: I don't know. I'm just trying to find. Oh, uh, David Paymer is the name of the actor, or the character actor you were just talking about. Yes, yeah, he's one of those guys. He's in everything. He's
1: in everything. I think he's been in Academy Award movies. He's been in all sorts of television. He's been he. I don't know how old was he here. Twenty.
0: So this has got to be like a, one of his earlier performances. He's in everything. He's in Get Shorty. He's in yeah. The list goes on and on. He has
1: the career that I wish I would. I had as an actor. Where you just like you're in a, you're in like a hundred movies. How many credits do you think he has? Um,
0: a hundred and twenty. One hundred and sixty-eight. Uh-huh. You know, because the guy probably does. He probably works non-stop because he's just one of those guys. Yeah, he's just consistent. He's kind of familiar and yet not like probably nobody knows his name. Yeah, but they're no, like, oh, it's that
1: guy. Yeah but it's the face you've seen a thousand times, yeah, so good I and mean, and and it's and I know he's been in numerous numerous critically acclaimed uh movies, but he's also great in that it's like
0: he's that kind of guy you throw him, you can throw him in any tone and he'll he'll be, be fine, yeah, because yeah, he's he I've seen him in like hard like you said like Hard dramas. I've
1: dramas. I've seen him in comedies. I've seen him on TV. I've seen him in film. I've seen him everywhere. I'm sure. I'm, I'd be curious if he has a stage background as well. But those sort of. It's interesting because those actors are like the, 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 the bricks and mortar of a lot of films where you, uh, f- directors who know that they can rely on these people for a really good character role b- would bring them in over and over and over again on really great projects. That's just it. The
0: reason that guy has 168 credits is because I'm sure that guy shows up. He's there on time. He doesn't fuck around. He's, he has a good time, probably, if, if, if the vibe is that. Yeah. But it's like, he knows what he's supposed to do. He comes in, he's, like, uber professional. Yeah. You know that, like, you're going to get what you're, you're going to get, like, I think he, he, I don't think he's got, like, the most amazing range, probably. I think he plays, like, a solid two octaves on the piano. Yeah. But what he does within that is phenomenal. Mm, yeah. And so it's like, you cast that guy, you're going to get a certain
1: type. And you know what, I'm, I'm sure people will go, oh, we want to whatever his name is type or bring bring him in. Do that. But it would be fun to cast someone like him in like a Canadian movie and make him the heavy. Uh yeah, you could give him I bet you you could get him for, well, he's he's a little older now. I think he's in the 60s or 70s. Now. Yeah. But those kind of guys, well those you, know, you 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 know, you you those are the guys you bring in when you go, uh, "Oh, we need a we need a guy who's got a little bit of cachet that can trigger some other things. Let's put let's go." But the the great thing about a car- a guy like him is you know he can do it. You yeah. know what he can do, and the chances are everything you just said about his personality are true. And he's a guy you, you can probably rely on. And he would be thrilled to get a lead or a, a supporting lead in a movie like that. Yeah, he would be th- that again. It would be the it's the career I always wished for. You're young still, uh, yeah. But and you, I've, I've had I've had like a, some fun in doing some stuff. But that sort of like just being called constantly, yeah. over and over again. Um, to do to be in those sorts of projects, like you know, by the time he that guy was my age, he'd already
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. his
1: his credit rolls were incredible, but it, it it's as a character actor, he has had probably one of the most ideal careers.
0: Yeah, so much fun. Yeah. Uh, what else? Any any final thoughts on this movie?
1: Uh it's it's everything I thought it would be in terms of those two. Being just so much fun to watch. Uh, it's interesting to think, like you, you said, oh, if you were doing the gender swap, like how little there was for the women to do in that movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I can't remember, like Like, were there any women aside from the mari- the mari- Just the, the bride and the... Bride the bride and the daughter. And they were in And like, the prostitute on the flag. Right. Yeah, that's about it.
0: Yeah. I mean, there weren't a ton of characters in the movie to begin with. No. Uh but yeah it's it's and the women don't have much of a character either. No, They're kind of just there. To, I mean the the what the, 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 I mean you could have you could have had way more fun with that scene where the wife takes the 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 plates in to the bank.
1: Yes. They you, they could have milked that also uh, the relationship between Falk and his wife was like sort of like, whatever. Well, even the,
0: the relationship between the kids feels like you could yeah. do a lot more with that kind of thing. So, the, you know, there's room for improvement on this, but I got to say, like, I, I'm sure when I first, uh, I think I saw this on a bunch of, like, uh, people's curated criterion lists on the website, uh, and, and just because it was a comedy, I probably added it to my list, and then and then because of the cast just picked up on a whim. And I'm sure at some point I read this like the little blurb about what it was about, but had totally forgotten it in the interim. So I was able to go in like completely fresh to this and not really knowing a ton, which what what a delight to be able to watch a movie like this, knowing almost nothing, because everything is just like warming over you in such a delightful surprise.
1: Yeah. And the and the thing that I I remembered from it that still was fun to watch was Serpentine. So much fun, Serpentine. It's, Serpentine. It's just, I know It's just so simple. It's just like the whole movie is just basically a straight line. Yep.
0: You know, and it's just and it doesn't and it just it's just what it makes me think of in terms of storytelling. It's just like it's just the simplicity. I mean, the closest thing I've made to this is like Go Getters. Is a is a is a similar thing. It's like there's no yeah, B story, there's, there's no Well just, they, they
1: had one goal. They had, they wanted to get out of town to the uh Yeah.
0: They just gotta raise, raise, raise 98, 98 bucks to get out of town. It's that simple, but it's like fuck people like that just can't do it. Yeah. You know?
1: But that's, and that's simplicity. They, their kids are getting married in 48 hours. Okay, they just have to do this. They just have to basically save the yeah, world's and, monetary system. And really, having not hours. seen it, this is the kind of
0: thing we were trying to emulate, this this era of movie. like I think the, the, the thing that we were really drawing from was like the Edith Towners. Uh, do you oh, know movie, okay. the Jack Lemon movie? Yeah. Uh, very similar. Where it's just two people that are just trying to get home. And uh, and get end up stranded on the street with and just everything goes wrong repeatedly. Well,
1: playing trains and automobiles. It's
0: yeah. Oh, playing trains.
1: Yeah, there's a great formula. Yeah. Just let's, let's just get home for Thanksgiving.
0: Oh, that'd be a great casting too. If you remade this in the in the late eighties, early nineties, put Candy and, and Martin in this part. Yep. In these parts, and again, make you make Candy the CIA
1: agent. Yes. He just be like oh he's so charming. Just come with me for five and minutes. That, oh my actually, god. And that's the one thing Candy was always charming. No yeah. matter what he did, and everybody even say it says he was the most charming guy.
0: Yeah, and and you get, and you have Steve Martin playing uh, the dentist. Yeah. That would have been that would have been great too. Yeah, charming for days. Great buddy teams.
1: Yeah, it was like, it's a really great, great classic buddy movie. Love, Love it. it. Watch it.
0: Watch it. Oh, hopefully you've already seen it, We just spoiled everything. anyway. Or just
1: watch it again. Then
0: watch it again. So good.
1: Well, thanks for
0: coming over, bud. No problem. Thanks for joining us for The In-Laws. Black Hole Films is a proud member of the That Shelf Podcast Network. You can listen to other episodes of our show and other That Shelf Podcasts on ThatShelf.com. Please subscribe, leave comments, spread the word, do all the things that let others know you like the show and how they can check it out. You can find me on Twitter, at lonjeremy and go to Facebook and join the group Black Hole Films. And until next time... Go watch something you've never seen before. Thanks.
1: Let's all go to the lobby To get ourselves a treat